Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Brainwaves. Hear the world differently. Bringing community mental health to you, raising awareness and challenging stigma. Tune in to 3CR Community Radio, Wednesdays at 5pm. Melbourne's Drive Time Radio Program, featuring community organisations, powerful stories and information. Find us at brainwaves.org.au. Proudly sponsored by Wellways Australia. And welcome to Brainwaves on 3CR 855 AM digital radio and streaming on 3cr.org.au. My name is Kaylin, and today Susie and I will be chatting to Craig Maloney about acceptance commitment therapy. As this subject could trigger emotional difficulties for some people, we would like to provide the number for Lifeline 131114. Should this service be needed to provide emergency support? I'm so pleased that we have managed to get Craig Maloney to come and chat with us today. Uh, to say that Craig has uh, an extensive experience in mental health care would be an understatement. Over more than 30 years, Craig has progressed from being a psychiatric nurse, an educator, a manager, uh, to taking on some very senior management roles in the field. Craig has worked in every clinical and non-clinical setting. He has won awards, too numerous to detail here, and developed programs including the bushfire recovery following the Black Saturday fires, Programs for Adolescents and as Clinical and Operations Director of Headspace Knox. He was the agent who developed the program. Uh, Last time I checked, Craig had three master's degrees and Craig is currently juggling a few roles, including his private practice in Craig Maloney Consulting Consulting Services and Autumn Grove Wellbeing. Hi, Craig, and welcome to Brainwaves. Hi, and thanks for having me. I just want to correct, I have two master's degrees, <laughs> not three. Oh, well, you know, we'll give you an extra one. That's okay. Oh, look, Just don't tell people. It's fine. That's all right. I just think at my age, I'm not interested in going to do a third one. <laughs> um, but look, if I, could, if I, if I had the, the mojo, I know what I would do it in. So oh, well, there you go. It would be an act-based um, master's degree. Oh, so there you go. There thank you, go. you for inviting me to talk about one of my most favourite therapies because... What I love about ACT is that it basically, it inspires people to actually get on with their life. And, um, you know, it is um, evidence-based, it's it's new, it's invigorating. And what attracted me to ACT was that I went along to a seminar and I listened to this most amazing man, Dr. Russ Harris, who who wrote The Happiness Trap. And I thought, wow, that's for me. And I just want to uh, qualify that um, I'm still a psychiatric nurse, mm-hmm. even though um, I people call them mental health nurses now. I'm actually, when people say to me, Craig, are you a psychiatric nurse or are you a mental health nurse? And I say, well, I'm actually both because I have a Bachelor of Psychiatric Nursing and I trained in a uh, an asylum as a psychiatric enrolled nurse back in the um, early 80s. Wow. And then I did a Master's in Mental Health Nursing 
and I'm now a credentialed mental health nurse and a fellow of the Australian College of Mental Health Nurses. So what that means is it means that we've done, we we keep up extra PD and we're, we're super special people <laughs> that help people um, and our college credentials us to actually work in private practice. Having worked with Craig, I can tell you that he is an exceptional nurse and he was very valued by particularly the patients as well as staff. So um, I'm very happy that he's going to talk to us about this therapy. So acceptance commitment therapy, I understand, is referred to as ACT. Can you give a, a brief introduction to what this therapy actually entails, please, Craig? <coughs> okay, uh, and that's, that's great, Suze. Thanks for that. Um, in a nutshell, acceptance commitment therapy, or ACT, is basically the A stands for accept your feelings and thoughts and be present, right? Because ACT is a very mindfulness-based program. It's about being in the now and... C stands for choose action that's in line with your values. It's a very values-driven course. And we all know, and, and one of the things we do is we teach, but values and goals are very different thing. Okay, and if you don't know your values and your purpose in life, then that's where you can start feeling really awful like a, a, a mouse running around a treadmill. All right, and the T part stands for take action. And it's what you do that counts. And the, 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 the mantra or the, the essence of ACT is that what we want is we want a, a life that's rich, full and meaningful. So when we take people through ACT programs or ACT, look, and I like to call it ACT coaching mm -hmm. because I'm one of these therapists that don't like to use the word therapy or counselling because that... That implies to people that there's something wrong with you, um, and I don't, and I don't think there is. So I say to people, okay, you've told me that story. Would it be okay now if you think out you're coming along to coaching, and that's far more exciting than coming along to therapy? All right. So that's what ACT's all about. So ACT in a nutshell, one of the things that we do um, is that we. So could I ask you, Susie, to actually? Look, take this piece of paper in both hands and hold it as hard as you can. Yes. Right? And up in front of your face. Mm. Right? And you're seeing all these, they're all your thoughts, feelings and emotions. Yes. And what sorts of things are on there? It says, you're disgraceful, you're worthless, you're a fat bitch, you would, uh, why would anyone like you? You're crazy if you think you're worth loving. All right. So now hold that. So, so because of those, the, they make you feel the way you feel, what you want to do is you want to push them away generally, don't you? Yes. So do it. Push it away. Now, can you, while you're doing that and that's all you can see and you're pushing that out there like that, can you hug a baby, you know, go out shopping, go out with friends, love your family, love your children, do what needs to be done for you while you're constantly pushing this, these thoughts, these feelings and these um, reactions away like that? No, because it is actually hard to shut down thoughts anyway, isn't it? And how are you feeling at the moment by pushing hard as you can, hard as you can? You don't want them. Yeah. Right, and I'm going to actually ask you to keep doing that for the next two hours. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> well, how would you feel? Yeah, um, tense and upset and angry. and. Mm. All right, so but if I said to you, that actually, Susie, let's just accept that they're there mm. and just pop that on your lap so we're not actually getting rid of them. Mm. And could you put it on your lap? Mm. So how do you feel now? Well, relieved, yeah. Okay, so that's basically what ACT's all about. ACT's about accepting we have all these thoughts, feelings and behaviours mm. and that we don't need to push them away. We no longer have to struggle with them. Okay. Mm. All right? And then there's many ways in which we do that. Oh, that's fantastic. Okay, because there are, there are core six core principles of ACT. Right. Okay, and that is that there's contact with the present moment. And then there's the self as context, thought diffusion, acceptance and willingness, identifying values and taking committed actions. Okay? So if you... And I I say to everybody that wants to work on being... Go out there and buy yourself... um, And this is not a sell job for us, but he's lucky I'm doing it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Buy the happiness trap. Because everyone I know that reads it says, Wow, Craig, it's amazing. And it's in every bookstore or um, you can get it online. And it's a bit of a self-help book as well. And it's all act-based. So um, I hope that answers your question. Thank you. And so you said you went to a lecture. That's where you first became engaged with this therapy? That's right. I went, wow. Here, here we are for years telling people, you know, you know, work on these feelings. Why do you want to? Where it's about, okay, don't. They're not important. It's about being in the present moment. Mm. What's happened's happened. Mm. Okay, it's about acceptance. Okay, and even even if you have to accept, you know, accepting doesn't mean that it that it was all okay. Mm. What it means is it's accepting that the emotion is there, right, and not struggling with it. That's right, mm. and and to turn the switch off. Yes. All right. So mm. it's not devalidating that you feel these things or that these things are okay to be felt. What it means is, it means is stop struggling. Mm. Now, Craig, ACT can be used for various forms of mental illness. How effective is it? Um, uh, and is there any particular um, conditions that you find it very useful with? Look, I use it for most people who have got depression and anxiety because I just love it. I just love the outcomes. People get it, you know, it works in metaphors. We talk about, you know, they're just, you know, your passengers on your bus. And, you know, when, you know, one of the things I say, you know, that when, when you look at um, act work in a metaphor is, you know, the tug of war. And that is that if you're constantly tugging at, at your emotion as being bad, and there's that big monster that's tugging you into that big pit of despair, of, of anger and hatred and, and awfulness, right? And you know that that's where you're heading up because you can't beat the monster. What do you think you should do? Well, according to this therapy, you just accept that the monster's there and learn to deal with it, I guess. Yeah, by dropping the rope. Yeah. And watching the monster fall on, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that's what I like about ACT is that it's all metaphor-based. Metaphor People can understand it. Mm. Yeah. It mm. makes sense. It's not jargon. Mm. Yeah, metaphors and, are good. <laughs> and it's real. Yeah. Mm. So... Um, yeah. And it's also, look, it's also used, um, <clears throat> and there's not a lot of evidence around because at the moment because, you know, acts relatively new um, in working with people with borderline personality sort of it. You know, people like at Spectrum, um, which is the uh, Victorian statewide 
personality disorders program um, with Eastern Health actually run a, a have written a book and and that's called Wise Choices and it's actually all ACT based so they use a lot of ACT they also use DBT um, but but certainly for any so for anybody that thinks that they they've got um, borderline personality disorder in particular um, you know Spectrum are there to help and they're statewide. So they're part of Eastern Health. So just Google them and work out how you need to get how you can get some help. I hear they do some awesome things. Yeah. Now, so you keep saying about being in the moment. So I'm guessing that's like mindfulness. That's exactly what it is. It's about it's about being present. Hmm. Okay. Because being in the past serves no purpose. So I guess when you're um, coaching someone and utilising this. Um, treatment or therapy whatever you'd like to call it that you teach mindfulness like teach people how to learn to be mindful that's right and there's many ways to be mindful and mindfulness means to engage all of your senses in the here and now mm. right and to be true truly aware so right now mindfully the three of us are sitting here talking about <laughs> act we're not thinking about what we're doing in the next hour. Well, I hope I'm not boring you that much that you, that, that you need to. Or that you were thinking about what happened an hour ago, even a year ago, that right now we're actually mindfully engaging with it, with it, with, with the present. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And that's, that's one of the main things with ACT, that and values. Mm. And I often say to people, what are your values? I go, I don't know. Mm. Well, let's find out what they are. Mm. And then once they are... One of the acts, well, you know, one one of the techniques is, you know, the 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 axe bullseye, you know, that that's been that gets used all around the world, where people actually the four key areas of life, you know, work out, you know, where they sit in the bullseye, and the further away from their their value they are in that particular area, the further out they move from the bullseye. And what I love about that is, I say, right, yay, we need to bring you in in these areas. So, what? treatment goals can we make in line with your values mm. in each of these areas to actually make you be the best version of you for you mm. and to have a life that's rich full and meaningful so what i love about act is it's about the language mm. yeah i have to say generally i'm a big believer in living according to your values and um doing things that are meaningful and I think it's been documented somewhere that um, it's one of the things that happens as you get older in life. So, mm. so it's not totally relevant there, but just a little <laughs> aside. Okay. Um, so, Craig, ACT is often used to, to treat borderline personality disorder. Uh, what I get, what is it, I guess, that, about ACT that makes it particularly use, useful in training this condition? As I mentioned earlier, you know, um, it's relatively new. Um, so... The, the, the good old go-to for borderline personality disorder is DBT, um, but we're seeing ACT actually some, some efficacy some, in getting some clinical outcomes. And DBT is dialectical behaviour therapy. Behaviour therapy, yeah. that's right. Mm -hmm. And so 
Oh, look, when it comes to personality disorders, you know, a borderline personality disorder is someone that actually, you know, has extremes of mood and uh, distress tolerance and fear of abandonment, they fear rejection, they can they self-harm, they put themselves at risk, they're chronically depressed, they, um, they've got marked impulsivity. Um, and look, one of the things that I, I, I want to tell a funny story here, back in the early days when I worked in the um, mental asylums, yes, because I'm sorry to say, ladies, I'm that old. <laughs> I know yeah, I it's all right. You don't look it. So. Thank. I was going to say that. Thank you, Susie. I was going to say, even though I don't look it, um, I was I was the last group of people to be working in them in those days, and um, I remember the first time I came in contact with someone with a borderline personality disorder, was that she actually um, swallowed a knife. Oh wow! And as she swallowed that knife, it clunked on another knife, oh, and dear. another patient put light bulbs in her areas that you can imagine. So, and I used to get told by the older staff there, these people aren't mad, Craig, they're bad. Mm. And um, I said, I'm glad that it's also, you know, being seen as a major affective dysfunctional disorder as well, Mm. which is M-A-double-D. So here we are all this time on, actually accepting the fact that these behaviours are unwell behaviours. So it was... It was back, that was basically when I started my quest on, on looking at borderline personality disorder. It was back in 1993. I was, I was working in an adolescent unit, and I was seeing young girls in particular presenting with this, this condition, emerging borderline personality disorder, and I thought. How can anyone tell me that you know cutting yourself and burning yourself mm. and <coughs> and wanting to die and all that you know is not madness? I'm I'm someone that cuts my you know finger with a bit of paper. I need a Panadol and I lay down, <laughs> you know. Um, so I, I didn't make some sense for me. So that's what basically in my master's degree I went on a quest mm. to actually look at borderline personality disorder, emerging borderline personality disorder, and the the efficacy of treating it. Um, so, you know, so, so yes, it is, it is useful, yeah. um, act, but as I say, it's, it's still, still really no, it's no new, empirical yeah. evidence yeah. that it's the best one for it. Mm. But you find, you personally have seen good outcomes. I've seen yeah. great outcomes. Yes. Um, and I know people that have not worked in a good well and a dbt dialectic mm. behavior therapy program but i've actually gone and got some act act and it's really changed them mm. just because it's come from a different approach yeah okay um because it's it's you know it's basically metaphor based you know like when people say to me you know craig i've constantly got anxiety i've constantly got depression uh you know and in the end i just give in to them i say it's yeah it's you giving into the passengers on the bus Mm. And so those, so rather than, you know, you want to go left and they want you to go right, so you give in and go right because you are you can't be bothered fighting yeah. for, to go left. So, yeah. you know. And, and that comes back to holding that piece of paper too. Ab- absolutely. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, so I guess the next thing I'd like to know is what are some of the key advantages of ACT when compared to, say, um, more traditional forms of therapy such as CBT. Look, is that a, is that a big? <laughs> I think. Look, I think that's a um, 
probably an area that we all remain on the fence with. Yeah. If you are an actor and a DBTer and a, a, a CBTer, um, it depends what we're really trained in and what we use. Mm. Um, you know, CBT is not something that I've really been trained in. When I did my my coursework masters, I did a subject on CBT, mm. and I understand it, but it's certainly not the way I I work mm. with with my clients. But I know with with a lot of psychologists, they 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 work from a CBT approach. So, look at the end of the day, the type of therapy is not important. It's about what works. And if you go to see a CBT therapist and it doesn't work for you, it doesn't mean nothing's going to work for you. Mm. It just means that particular technique doesn't work for you. So go off and try another one. Yeah. And then you might find, wow, this really, this act stuff really hits mm. home for me. Mm. I can really, I can really, really get it. Mm. Um, so I don't think they're, that any of them are better than the other. Okay. I think it's about what works for the particular, the particular patient at the time. Yeah. Craig, what do you regard as the uh, greatest strength of ACT? I think the greatest strength of ACT is that it's actually based on values and mindfulness. Mm. Okay, and 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 acceptance. Mm. Okay, so one of the things that I love in in ACT is this concept that we use called choice pointing, and that is that when you come up to have to make a choice. So you can either choose to do towards moves or away moves. Now, towards moves are are moves in response to that thought, feeling or emotion, right, that we're working in line towards our values and making us have a life that's rich, full and meaningful. Or you can choose to do away moves, which moves away from our values and mindfulness and then we get all these hooks that actually, you know, people get depressed, anxious, take drugs, drink alcohol, self-harm and then they get stuck. So so certainly to be mindful and values-driven and just coming from a place of acceptance and wanting to commit and wanting to commit to get to getting some ideas and some help um, is what works. Yes. Mm. And look, um, you, you, it's obvious that you're passionate about this um, form of therapy. What do you think the future holds for ACT? Do you think it will eventually become more widely used? Oh, it's widely used all around the world. Okay. You know, it's... Um, it's just that, as you said earlier, there's not a lot of research being done. Well, when I say not a lot, it's not not as much that's been done around CBT or mm. or DBT, but it's been around for a very long time. Okay. In 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 different forms, you know, and 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 it's very big in America as well, you know, and mm. and everyone I know now that's a a, a therapist have all gone off and done, um, you know. Dr. Russ Harris's uh, workshops on how to become, you know, on, on act therapy, mm. and he runs them all the time. There, you know, so if anybody want uh, that's a, a therapist out there that wants to become an act therapist, go to Russ's seminars. There's there's lots of them, and you just get onto his website. And if anybody wants to know more about act, you can always get onto actmindfully.com, and that's Dr. Russ Harris's site, and he talks. All about ACT and, and, and the benefits of, of ACT and, you know, 
I just think the man's a legend. Mm. All right. Well, thank you, Craig Maloney, for your valuable um, insights into acceptance commitment therapy or ACT, not ACT. Um, and can our listeners have your contact details? Sure. If anyone wants to contact me, they can email me on um, Craig Mel, C-R-A-I-G-M-A-L-C-O-N-S at hotmail.com. Or they can um, call oh four one one three five five oh four. Thank you. And just for our listeners, if this program has caused any concerns for anyone, please be aware that there are organisations that can assist you in crisis. Uh, these include uh, Lifeline on 131114, the Suicide Callback Service on 1300 659 467, and for more information on resources, you can contact the Worldways Helpline from Monday to Friday from 9am to 9pm on 1300 500. And just before I go, I'd just like to say a special thanks to Heath, who has helped us today with all our questions and research uh, with Craig. Uh, Heath works in the background and doesn't often come on air, so we'd just like to say a big thank you. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Brainwaves and we'll be back, as always, next Wednesday at 5pm. And can I say, Heath, thanks, awesome questions. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.